Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Gisela Aguiar, and my goal is to show you how to have a fulfilling personal relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the salvation that is through Christ alone by the free gift of God's grace. It looks like 2021 may be as challenging as 2020, if not more. We need to trust in something that is eternal, that is not of this world. And that is Jesus Christ, our confident hope. I pray that as you hear this message, it will encourage you to read the Bible for yourself. Seek the truth. Ask God to open your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what His Spirit is trying to tell you. And as you become rooted in the Word, you'll also be rooted in hope, joy, and peace. Are you walking in darkness? Time to seek the light of Jesus. This world is full of darkness. Thank God that he gave us Jesus who is the light of the world. Here in John chapter eight, we have the story of the woman caught in adultery. We also have Jesus declaring who he is and some believe and some don't. Which side are you on? Let's dig in. We're in John chapter eight. Jesus returned to the Mount of Olives, but early the next morning, he was back again at the temple. A crowd soon gathered, and he sat down and taught them. As he was speaking, the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery. They put her in front of the crowd. Teacher, they said to Jesus, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. The law of Moses says to stone her. What do you say? They were trying to trap him into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger. What did he write? I'll have to ask him when we get into heaven. They kept demanding an answer. So he stood up again and said, All right, but let the one who has never sinned Throw the first stone. Then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. When the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest, until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. And Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, Where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, Neither do I. Go and sin no more. Got that? You are forgiven. Go and sin no more. Repent. That's a simple command. Why don't people get it? Jesus, the light of the world. We're in verse 12. Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. I'll take it. Who doesn't want light that leads to life? The Pharisees replied, you are making those claims about yourself. Such testimony is not valid. Jesus told them, these claims are valid even though I make them about myself, for I know where I came from and where I am going. But you don't know this about me. You judge me by human standards, but I do not judge anyone. 
And if I did, my judgment would be correct in every respect because I am not alone. The Father who sent me is with me. Your own law says that if two people agree about something, their witness is accepted as fact. I am one witness, and my Father who sent me is the other. Where is your Father? Jesus answered, Since you don't know who I am, you don't know who my Father is. If you knew me, you would also know my Father. Jesus made these statements while he was teaching in the section of the temple known as the treasury. But he was not arrested because this time, his time had not yet come. See, everything is in God's time. The unbelieving people warned. Later, Jesus said to them, I am going away. You will search for me, but will die in your sin. You cannot come where I am going. The people asked, is he planning to commit suicide? What does he mean? You cannot come where I am going. Jesus continued, you are from below, I am from above. You belong to this world, I do not. That is why I said that you will die in your sins, for unless you believe that I am who I claim to be, you will die in your sins. Who are you, they demanded. Jesus replied, the one I have always claimed to be. I have much to say about you and much to condemn but I won't, for I say only what I have heard from the one who sent me, and he is completely truthful. But they still didn't understand that he was talking about his father. So Jesus said, when you have lifted up the Son of Man on the cross, then you will understand that I am he. I do nothing on my own, but say only what the Father taught me. And the one who sent me is with me. He has not deserted me, for I always do what pleases him. Then many who heard him say these things believed in him. Did you catch that? Jesus knows how he's going to die. He's prophesying what will happen at and after the crucifixion. The one who sent him, that's God the Father. If you belong to him, he will never desert you but you must do what pleases him. Do you believe or do you need more convincing? Continuing, Jesus and Abraham. Okay, so he's talking to Jewish people. Okay, so that's where Abraham comes in. Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings. Okay, that's pretty simple. And you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. That's a great line. I love that line. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Okay, now here come the people. But we are descendants of Abraham, they said. We have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean you will be set free? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Everyone who sins is a slave of sin. A slave is not a permanent member of the family, but a son is part of the family forever. So if the son sets you free, you are truly free. Yes, I realize that you are descendants of Abraham, and yet some of you are trying to kill me because there's no room in your hearts for my message. I am telling you what I saw when I was with my father, but you are following the advice of your father. Our father is Abraham, they declared. No, Jesus replied, for if you were really the children of Abraham, 
you would follow his example. Instead, you are trying to kill me because I told you the truth, which I heard from God. Abraham never did such a thing. No, you are imitating your real father. They replied, we aren't illegitimate children. God himself is our true father. Jesus told them, if God were your father, you would love me because I have come to you from God. I am not here on my own, but he sent me. Why can't you understand what I am saying? It's because you can't even hear me. For you are the children of your father, the devil, and you love to do ev the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So when I tell you the truth, you just naturally don't believe me. Which of you can truthfully accuse me of sin? And since I am telling you the truth, why don't you believe me? Anyone who belongs to God listens gladly to the words of God. But you don't listen because you don't belong to God. The people retorted, you Samaritan devil. Didn't we say all along that you are possessed by a demon? No, Jesus said, I have no demon in me, for I honor my father and you dishonor me. And though I have no wish to glorify myself, God is going to glorify me. He is the true judge. I tell you the truth. Anyone who obeys my teaching will never die. The people said, now we know you are possessed by a demon. Even Abraham and the prophets died. But you say anyone who obeys my teaching will never die. Are you greater than our father Abraham? He died. So did the prophets. Who do you think you are? Jesus answered, if I want glory for myself, it doesn't count. But it is my father who will glorify me. You say he is our God, but you don't even know him. I know him. If I said otherwise, I would be as great a liar as you. But I don't know him. But I'm sorry. But I do know him and obey him. Your father Abraham rejoiced as he looked forward to my coming. He saw it and was glad. The people said, you aren't even 50 years old. How can you say you have seen Abraham? Now here comes the big line. Verse 58. Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. Before Abraham was even born, I am. At that point, they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus was hidden from them and left the temple. So line 58, what is he talking about? Well, if you read the Old Testament, you go back to the book of Exodus. When Moses um, was, in the, was in the desert and he came across the, the burning bush, and that was the voice of God, which could have very well been Jesus. And, he's, and he's, uh, he says, and who should I tell them sent me? I am who I am. Okay, so the, the phrase I am, okay, that is God. I am who I am. That's God. Okay, so Jesus now, which is he's God in the flesh, 
he's telling these Jews that even before Abraham was born, I am. Okay, so even you go all the way back to to the the book of Genesis, and I meant I mentioned it when um, I did John chapter one. Okay, he was with God in the very beginning. So even before Abraham was even born, I am. I know it's not exactly good grammar. <laughs> he was. He is. Anyway. Who is your father? So it's rather simple. Whoever believes that Jesus is their savior becomes a child of God. Anyone who does not believe in Jesus is not born again, is a child of the devil and a slave to sin. You may attend a church regularly, even just Christmas and Easter. However, you still aren't born again. You are not free if you're a slave to religion. You may have been baptized as a baby but you're still not born again. Without Jesus, you will die in your sins and spend eternal life in hell. To become a child of God, to live in the light of Jesus, to have peace, joy, and confident hope, you must believe, repent, be baptized, and receive the Holy Spirit. Believe, have faith that Jesus is the Christ and he died taking your sins away forever. Repent of your sins, stop sinning, like he told the, the woman caught in adultery, I no longer condemn you. Go and sin no more. That's doing a complete 180 in your life and surrender your life to him. Be baptized. Show the world and yourself that you have died to your old self and are born again in Christ. Receive the Holy Spirit in your heart. If you're not sure if you're saved or not, if you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation, receive the Holy Spirit and get a one-way non-stop ticket to heaven that you won't be left behind in the rapture. What you have to do is invite Jesus into your heart. If you don't know what to do, if you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says how to invite Jesus into your heart. And at the bottom of my blog is, is the continuing video of the life of Jesus for, so you can actually witness, you can see the, the, the movie part of John chapter eight. It's pretty cool. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times, but know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious, and sat with my father on his throne. 
anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, the Lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.